What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Big Dog Podcast, episode two. I'm Chris. I am Matt. And I'm Nate. It's NBA free agency. Bro, what I want to see with Russell Westbrook going to the Lakers, I don't know how well they're going to mesh because Russell Westbrook's a ball-dominant player. Exactly. But <clears throat> I want that to work out really bad, and I want to see the Lakers beat the Nets. I want to see Russell Westbrook beat Kevin Durant in the NBA Finals. And James Harden, yeah. And James Harden. And I want to see LeBron smack Kyrie's freaking little ass. I hate that guy. Yeah, there's actually – I didn't think about that. There's a lot of little relationships in that potential finals matchup between, like, Kyrie and LeBron and then the big three from the Thunder. Yeah. It's going to be pretty fun if that happens. Who do you think some other contenders are in the West? In who the would, West? Who, who the Lakers are going to have some trouble with? Well, they're. I feel like they're the clear top seed. You know they have the most raw talent. I don't know how they're going to They're not rush. deep, though. They're not that deep. And I, I don't know who's going to like play point on that team. I don't know if I, I – would you go with Westbrook or LeBron? I mean, LeBron's kind of a point forward, so you have him listed as a small forward, but he can still bring the ball up and obviously run the offense. But Russell Westbrook's going to be listed as a sort of point guard. It's going to be weird to see all three of them at the court at the same time. I don't know how Westbrook is going to get any stats. I mean, he's yeah, always well, going to find a way to get stats because he's the triple-double dude. But Yeah. I feel like the thing is, LeBron doesn't necessarily – I feel like LeBron and AD don't necessarily need the ball in their hands at all times right. to succeed like Russ. So Russ might dominate the ball a little bit, but I think it's still going to work out because, like, Dude, on a team with LeBron James, it doesn't really matter who's on that court. It's going to mesh. You know, I mean, like, even if it's, like, a shitty, like, yeah. But they're good, and, like, LeBron plays really good with good players. You know what I mean? Yeah, he always finds a way to make it work. I remember when he was in Cleveland, and he had D-Wade and all of them, and he was like, yeah. fuck it, trade the whole team. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're going to yeah. make this work. And, yeah, they got to the finals, and Dude, it was the best team ever. He's, they lost, but. he's carried some best team ever to make but he's bro Kevin Durant and Steph Curry, Clay and Thompson, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. You know, just filling his role perfectly on yeah. that team. Draymond Green is such a good role player. Dude. Literally, I don't think he'd be good on any other team except for the Warriors. It's because that system was kind of designed for Steph Clay and Dre. Right. Just heavy ball movement, a lot of screens, a lot of communication, a lot of action. The Warriors could be some trouble for the Lakers. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. Because, like, Steph is playing out of his mind, at least last season he was. Oh He's going to have God. Clay back. Dre is going to be healthier. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because, like, he's not – or, like, at least what I've heard is, like, he's not fully recovered from an injury. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why he was kind of, like, ass on offense. Right. Like, his shot is completely gone. He right. still defends and stuff. I mean, he can still pass for, like, a small big guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's really useful, but – I feel like they could be nice. Yeah, they could be nice. I mean, I feel like Dre is definitely – he's maybe on his way out a little bit. On his way to ESPN. <laughs> Yo, That's so true. He's going to be on ESPN. He's going to be on ESPN. He's probably going to debate skip with uh, Stephen A. Smith because he just got rid of Max Kellen for first for take. For real? Yeah. Who's on first take with him now? Or is uh, it right just now, Steven's I think right now it's just they're bringing in guest people. You know how they do that sometimes. Doesn't Max – Max and Stephen both have their own shows now, don't they? I'm pretty sure. I, yeah, I think Max – has his own show on like ESPN two, yeah, something like that. I don't know. He's always Some into shit. boxing, yeah. Yeah, Some shit. He's probably talking about Jake Paul versus yeah. Tyron Woodley right now. Then with their fucking ridiculous takes, I can't stand like any of those oh guys, gosh. bro. Colin Coward, yeah, fucking oh, Stephen A. Skip Bayless might be the most outrageous guy. But you know they do it for views. Yeah, they they just say outrageous shit for views. I feel like Shannon Sharp, who debates with Skip, yeah, he's like. He still says some crazy shit sometimes, but I yeah. feel like he's, like, the best out of all of them. Dude, that show is more watchable, the Undisputed show. I feel like that's more watchable than First Take. Like, like It's just funny I, on a First Take to see fucking Stephen A. and Max Kellerman screaming their heads off at each other, and that girl's just in the middle, and she's, like, trying to, like, bring the conversation back, and dude, they just don't let her get a word in. Nobody likes that chick, though, because she, she because out of nowhere, she'll butt in, and, like, nobody wants her opinion. <laughs> and she'll butt in and be like, hey, yo, actually, what about this? What about this? Fuck your whole conversation. I want to talk about this. Yeah. And if, literally, you see Steven and Max just look at her like, really? Again with this shit? Yeah. Again? That's kind of her job to like mediate and like bring about new topics, but she might not be very good at it. Right. Anyway, going back to the free agency. I, this Lakers team, I, I feel like they're either going to be really, really good 
or they're going to have some weird collapse because like Russell chemistry, Westbrook, like, yeah, chemistry injury wise too. I feel like Russell Westbrook is now prone to injury at this point. LeBron is always taking good care of his body, but he's just getting older. Dude. He takes a lot of breaks. Yeah, they might not even be the one seed if LeBron's not playing. Right, they might lot. do some Nets stuff from like remember what the Nets did last year. They just always had one of their stars resting during the yeah, the that's season. true. They could do that. It, came, it kind of came to bite them in the butt, though, because they weren't, like, completely used to, like, I, I, I feel that they weren't completely used to playing with each other, and that's probably why they didn't go to the finals. It's because, like, they were, I feel like Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and James Harden, it was like every play was, like, give one of them the ball and let them work more yeah. than, like, a, a team effort. Right. And that's, like, where the Lakers are probably going to be better. Like, with LeBron just, like, orchestrating that, it's yeah. going to be a lot better, like, team play i feel like than right. the nets maybe maybe not though because this is the next second year and they're getting used to each other they got oh, a real off season i just remember last year in the playoffs when they went against they went against milwaukee right and that's they lost series. to milwaukee james harden just looked so out of place like he wasn't doing anything right like he was getting like five points a game yeah or something like that wasn't shooting well at all he was just coming off an injury I feel like he's the real big piece for the Nets if they're going to get back to the finals. He doesn't yeah. have to go through the Bucks again, and they're going to be tough. I just feel like James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie are all such ball-dominant players. Like, you have three absolute yeah. superstars, but, like... Yeah, it's crazy how Kevin Durant needs the ball the least out of those three. Yeah. In my opinion. Still he the really best by the far. Yeah, still the best. You think he's the best player in the league right now? I do. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with you. I, I think it's between – I think he's Giannis? first and then Giannis is a close second. Giannis won his team the finals. Giannis beat the Nets. Yeah, but, dude, who would have better – in that seven-game series, who like, – I feel like Kevin Durant played better than Giannis did in that series. And he can score – he's literally seven foot. He can pull it from anywhere. But. All right, rate Kevin Durant. How – Kevin Durant's the best scorer in the league, no doubt. Maybe ever. Maybe ever. That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think Kevin Durant is the best scorer of all time? I mean, you've got Michael Jordan up there. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it's between him or Michael Jordan, or maybe Steph Curry's up there too, obviously, just because he can. Yeah. But he's smaller, you know. Yeah. So it's harder for him to – he still finishes really well around the basket, yeah. which is crazy. Like, he's so crafty. Yeah. But Kevin Durant has a better – on any given possession, I feel like in NBA history, Kevin Durant has the best chance to make a basket. Because nobody can guard him. Like, even if Scotty Pippen or like any historical great defensive, defender, yeah, anybody now, like yeah. he, there's a way he can make it work. Whether yeah. it's a post fade or he just quickness, he's super quick, which is so weird. You know, he's, he's not big, strong at all, but he could always just yeah. make it work because he's so tall and quick. And dude, he's like technical. He's only like like ten or twenty pounds lighter than Giannis. That blows my mind. There's no way. Bro, I watched this video about it. Uh, this bodybuilder guy was talking <laughs> about it because people were, like, mind-blown by this because Kevin Durant's so fucking skinny and Giannis is all bulky and muscular and shit. And he was, like – he was just saying, like, yeah, dude, people just carry their weight in different places and his weight's – Kevin Durant's weight is just, like, more, I guess, evenly distributed throughout his body. And he's he's got longer muscles. Yeah. Giannis looks more muscular because his muscles are, like, more condensed. The Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant has long ass muscles. He's a long ass dude. You're gonna tell me Giannis isn't long either. Yeah, dude. Like that, I'm, dude. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying his muscles are more condensed than Kevin Durant's. He's bigger than Kevin Durant. He's definitely stronger than Kevin Durant. But dude, Giannis I'm just saying weight doesn't wise. even have to dribble once he gets past half court. He can take two steps and dunk it past half court. That's what I feel like makes an argument for Giannis being the best player in the league because Giannis is a better defender than Kevin Durant, and Giannis is so physically dominant. He's in the league. Shit. It's really hard to stop him. The only thing about Giannis is he doesn't have a shot, which is changing though. Changing, he's but he's... to make a few. He needs to work on his free throws more. Yeah, because dude, if he just worked on his free throws, they could give him the ball and he'd go to the basket every single fucking time. And if he doesn't make it, he gets fouled. He makes both free throws. Set. He doesn't really need a three. You have Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Dante DiVincenzo. They did a good job of surrounding him with shooters. They did a really good job. And they still have good big men, too. Like, Brooke Lopez has a good job. Brooke Lopez is a good presence in the paint. And he can shoot threes, too, which yeah. is perfect. It's crazy how Brooke Lopez transformed his game. He used to not be a shooter. He used to be a post player back in Brooklyn. But and it's crazy how, like, that's just an, a good example of, like, a big guy changing with the meta you know what i mean yeah changing with how the league changes and adapting his game yeah 
that's what makes him like such a, like a useful and like high value player. Right. Like I feel like Kevin Love tried to do that when he went to the Cavs. It just wasn't. It wasn't like. It wasn't like perfect. It wasn't, yeah. He was just uncomfortable. Yeah. Kevin Love was good. Probably not All Star level, but almost there when he was playing with LeBron and Kyrie. I think mm-hmm. he was an All Star, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, you're the Cavs fan, so you. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think he was an All Star during that time, but. He, uh, I mean, as soon as they left, he lost all motivation to play. And, like, he was getting super frustrated with the young guys because he's a veteran. He knows his basketball IQ is by far the highest on the team. Yeah. So that's a tough situation. But, well, like, Harvin or the current Cavs team, not the past Cavs Yeah, team. yeah, the current Cavs team with, like, he was the only one left of that big three. And he was playing with, like, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Okoro, and all those young players. And, uh, he, yeah. like, you could see, like, there were, like, clips of him and stuff just, like, Getting so frustrated with them for like not knowing, like not thinking of the same way. Yeah. Well, like not even that. Like even if like there was a more a bigger veteran presence on that exactly. Cavs, the Cavs, Cavs are so young. They honestly have potential, but like they'll they'll find a way to play. Just because they're, I, my man, your head front. What is it called? Your front office. Yeah, yeah. You your just front can't office. develop talent for shit, dude. It's just like that I feel like developing talent comes more with the coaching, which mm-hmm. I feel like our coaching staff isn't great either, but like it's our front office's job to assemble a good team. Mm-hmm. And like, I understand that the Cavs are going for a rebuild. That's why they have all these young players and it's up to the coaches to develop them. But like at the same time, you got to get some veteran presence, even on a young team. Cause like veterans are also really important for developing young talent, having exactly. good veterans on a team. Like I completely agree. And that's why I feel, like my favorite team, the Miami Heat, have always been so successful because they can actually develop young talent when it's given to them. And speaking of the moves they made in free agency, picking up Kyle Lowry, we kept Victor Oladipo, we have Jimmy Butler, we still have Duncan, we still have Bam, we still have Tyler Hero. Don't say if Tyler ever, Hero, bro. Dude, if he can ever develop, Hero. holy fuck, dude, he has such a good rookie season. My man was a one-hit wonder, bro. Literally, he just got popular as shit. He made a song with Jack Harlow. Yeah. Start and he's in he was Miami, scoring at will though he was he was a good scorer and then like yeah. maybe it was just a slump year for him. That a lot of, there's a lot of sophomore slumps. Yeah, I mean, who I think Lonzo had a bit of a sophomore slump if I'm not mistaken. Kyle Kuzma most definitely. Oh god, god. he had a yeah, he never he's recovered not good, for that. He's though. not good. Yeah. He's is he gone? He's not on the Lakers anymore. Um, I don't know where he's at right now, but he's not. Doing anything. Yeah. What do you think about the Chicago Bulls team? That's a fun team, dude. It's I'm a fun team, team, but all the time. is it going to be a playoff team? I think so. Like, what seed? I can see him being the sixth seed. I mean, with Lonzo, Zach Levine. If Zach Levine develops, that's going to be big. They have Nikola Vucevic, who is super underrated. That dude from Yeah, Orlando. he's a really good big man. And DeMar DeRozan, who can – he's that veteran, you know. Yeah. That, you know, he's going to be the core of that team. He's going to hold them together. The thing is, I don't – have confidence that Zach Levine is an influential enough player on a basketball team because he's the best player on that team. If we're being real, Zach Levine's the best player on that Chicago Bulls uh, team. I don't know. Who's better than Zach Levine on that team? I mean, he's good in 2K for sure, but, like, I don't – I mean, just – I still feel like DeMar DeRozan has the edge on him. Nikola Vucevic, I, I swear. I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing his name right. I think you are, Nikola Vucevic. But, yo, that dude – He's super slept on just because he was in Orlando, but he was the only reason. Like, didn't they make it to the playoffs with him? Because he just led that team with Aaron Gordon. and. Like, yeah, I think they did. Yeah, which is insane. Aaron Gordon's a pretty good player, too. Yeah, and he fits well with the Nuggets. They just need one more piece. Yeah. They need one more piece. Yeah, I feel like they need a better backcourt player. They Jamal Murray is like, he's good, don't get me wrong, but yeah. he's not next level. Well, who's their two? If they had a... Like a three and D two, a exactly. really good three and D two. Yeah, if they had Clay Thompson, <laughs> oh, dude, that's like a perfect fit for them. Yeah, absolutely. Clay perfect. Thompson would be good on that team. Yeah. Nikola, not Nikola Vucevic, goddamn it, Joker passing the like. Oh my god, Joker, dude, Joker is so good. He's insane. I remember during the bubble when they played the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Um, he was just bullying Anthony Davis in the post. Like, he was completely exposing Anthony Davis' defense. He was just yeah. too big for him, too strong. He low-key reminds me of Tim Duncan a little bit. I absolutely agree. Yeah, he's just a he's a bigger Tim Duncan. Not as athletic, maybe. Yeah, not as athletic as Tim. Well, he reminds me more of, like, an older Tim Duncan. Yeah. He just has such great vision. What he can do in the post is unlimited. He can pass from there, yeah. score from there. 
Best post player in the league, Joel Embiid better? No? Yes, no? He's the best center in the league, in my opinion. That dude is... That better than Joel Embiid being the best player on the Sixers with a torn MCL or whatever he had? What did you say? Joel Embiid on the Sixers. He had a, he was playing in the playoffs with like a torn MCL. He was still putting on numbers? Oh, yeah. He I was still the best player on the MCL. He played through it because like he could still play on it, and so they postponed his surgery until mm-hmm. the offseason. So he could like recover in time to be back sometime during next season. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be back for probably at least half of the regular season. But Especially with bumps in the Dude, what do you do with him? They got to get rid of him. He just can't develop a shot. I remember after that series, he was getting killed in the media. Everybody, Everyone hated him. Everybody. I hated him for it, bro. Exactly. Like, I kinda, I, like the Sixers are such like a – they were so bad for so long. And this was it. They were bad for that long to get this team. It just hasn't ever worked out. And they were the trust the process. Dude, Joel Embiid is an absolute superstar, MVP candidate. Yeah. Ben Simmons is just slacking, bro. It's that the reason everybody's mad at him is because he has the potential. Like if you look at his frame, I mean, dude, he's literally a Magic Johnson, but more athletic. Yeah. Eh, no, I'm Johnson. talking about his build. That's he's true. as tall as Magic Johnson. He's bigger, faster than Magic Johnson, but his ball handling, his vision, his scoring is nowhere near. If he could get all his technical, if he could just get skills. Yeah. He was blessed with the athletics. I feel like it's crazy to me. Like, he has, like, a work ethic, doesn't he? I don't even know. Like, I just don't understand how he hasn't developed a shot at all. Yeah. It blows my mind how people can't develop a shot in the NBA. I mean, it's, I guess, I don't know if it's this simple, but wouldn't you just do it all the time in practice if you wanted to be good at it. I mean, that's what Kobe would do. That's what all the greats would do. How do you? That's true. I mean, that's like a legendary work ethic we're talking about with Kobe and shit. If you want to be a legend, don't you have to replicate that, though? Like, that's that's what Joel Embiid's doing. That's what Giannis is doing. That's why they're at the top. Yeah. Like, Giannis, that one offseason, was like, I'm not trying to work out with anybody because they're they're my enemies. I'm going to bust my ass so hard by myself this offseason. Yeah. That old school mentality. Yeah. He, he won the finals, bro. Good for him, finals. bro. I was really happy to see him. Yeah, that was really cool. You saw he got the 50-piece. Dude, the the yeah, he got the 50-piece McNuggets. I watched that video. <laughs> I was so fucking happy for him, bro. bro. That was awesome. So good. Yeah. The city of Milwaukee is just in debt to that, dude. Yeah. Milwaukee's got shit going for him, though. They got the Brewers. Baseball, I don't know if either of you guys know like anything about. I'm just getting into baseball because of this MLB The Show game. I know, literally same, bro. Like, I love the show, so I'm trying to, like, it's so hard to, like, baseball is such, like, a complicated sport when you try to get into it. There's, like, baseball is, like, the most, it's, like, you don't need to be the most athletic guy. You need to be the smartest guy on the field. You need yeah. to, like, have the best game IQ. Yeah. And that's what makes it so interesting to me is, like, there's so much and like, the – Battles between like a batter and a pitcher, like the mind games that need to be played and yeah. shit. It's just I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten a much like greater appreciation for baseball because right. like when I was younger, I was like, ah, oh, this is so boring. But now it's like, oh fuck. Like, and now that we can actually understand it at a certain level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then like athletics definitely does help. Like if you have an Aaron Judge, you know, oh I mean? yeah, who is just like oh, that yeah. dude who can cover so much space in the field. Nando, dude, Shohei. Yeah, Shohei. It helps. It helps. But, like, yeah. you don't necessarily – like, you need to be athletically gifted to become a professional yeah. athlete in any, like, circumstance. You know what I mean? But, like, right. less so than other me. sports. Right, exactly. You were talking about it earlier, how you can just be a fat dude and put all your power behind a pitch for one inning. Yeah. And just be, like, a middle relief pitcher or put all your power behind a swing and just get home run. Big Poppy, even. Like, he was yeah. athletically gifted, but he was a big dude. He was a big dude. And he could just swing the bat. Yeah, and he had the vision, he had the accuracy, he had... So, yeah. Maybe, I don't know that much about baseball, but one of the best DHs of all time, Big Poppy. I've heard people say he's the best ever. Best DH ever? Best player in baseball ever. Uh, I don't think you can even say that a DH is the best player See, ever. See, I don't know anything about fucking baseball. Because, like, <laughs> people say Mike Trout is the GOAT because he's so good at everything he does. He's, like, a great... People say he's the best outfielder of all time, and he's great at the plate. He can he smacks balls. He's fast. He he's a good base runner. He's just good at every aspect of the game, and he's like that all around guy. You know what I mean? I feel like in any other sport, though, people would be like, "Oh, he's still playing. You can't really figure out until he's retired." That's true, but like not even like but like people like I've talked to my cousin who's really into baseball, 
and he's like, yeah, dude, Mike Trout's the best player of all time. He's a little dick sucker. He's like an actual. He's a he's a huge Indians fan, or Guardians now. Okay, yeah. so he's not like a Angels fan. No, no, no. Like he he likes the sport in general, but like North Northeast Ohio natives, you know, they're pretty loyal to their teams. He's okay. a big Indians fan. But he'll still admit like Mike Trout is the go. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, no one. I don't think anyone that's ever played for the Indians is even in that conversation. <laughs> See. Ya. Baseball is my next sport to get into. Yeah, I'm trying to get into it. I want to get into baseball and UFC. Yeah, I always get into the actual sport through the little EA games. Yeah, That's how dude, I, got into shame, football. I mean, I was already into football because I played it and like grew up watching the Browns and shit. Yeah. And we always sucked, so it was hard to stay into it. But right, I feel that with the Dolphins too. Uh-huh. We we literally. Dude, every Dolphins fan. Remember the one season we had <laughs> where we did lose a game? Like, that's really the only fucking What happened. was that, like, back in the 70s? Back in the set before my dad was born. Like, they, they didn't even win the Super Bowl that year, though. Did no, they? they did. They won 17 and out. Or not, whatever it is. Whatever their record is. They did not lose a game. They won the Super Bowl. Sports are great, dude. Sports are very good. They're the only reason I have happiness. <laughs> Imagine if sports didn't exist. Holy shit, dude. We'd find something else, though. You know what I mean? Podcasting. What would we even talk about? <laughs> That's true. Afghanistan? I don't know shit about that. Oh, <laughs> man. You want to get into that? Oh, man. Shit. I need a bit of a refresher on this because it has been a little bit... Well, no. So, the Taliban took over. Taliban took over. Taliban is in control of Afghanistan. And Scary shit, dude. Dude, that is fucking scary. But, I mean, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they've said as long as the U.S. stays out of their, their business, they're going to mm. be cool with us. But at the same time, like... It's it's been proven that over every single like Democrat, Republican, Independent, everyone agrees that we need to do something about Afghanistan because it's so wrong. Yeah. And I saw this thing that was like Trump kind of fucked Biden on Afghanistan because like Biden, from what I know, might be incorrect. Let me preface that. Biden took away like the money we were spending there. Uh, he's trying to get the troops out. He's saying no more air support and shit because they didn't have an air force uh, like the Afghanistan soldiers that were fighting the Taliban didn't have an air force. And he was saying like Biden was saying we pretty much gave them all the resources possible. Right. They didn't have the motivation, the motivation. To use it, which I don't buy for a fucking second. I, Dude, I, I don't know. But like at the same time, if you think about it, like. We, we spent so much money in Afghanistan, so much resources, and at the end of the day, shit didn't get done. You know what I mean? And, it, and that's wild to me. So like, I mean, bro, think about Vietnam. We spent all that time in Vietnam and nothing got done. That's true like because like, US, like – Well, like the U.S., like I feel like the soldiers in Vietnam were like, hey, dude, like what the fuck are we doing here? This isn't our war. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like it's low-key like that in Afghanistan. Like – when you have so many Americans dying and progress isn't being made, you kind of got to do something about it. Yeah. But, like, it's just like a lose-lose. It really is. For us. Absolutely. I mean, we're trying to prevent all this stuff from happening, but, like, we can only do so much. Yeah. And, like, it's like other countries mind their business and they don't get flagged for it, but the U.S. is expected to do so much because... I mean, we also have a history of doing it. We've been doing it since World War II ended. I mean, we've been doing it before that. Yeah, I mean, since, during the Great Depression, we gave out a lot of loans. And, and ever since we became, like, a superpower, we we imperialized, but we did it not – we didn't do it like the British, like, going into Africa. It's just, like a true American. Yeah, we didn't do it like the British, <laughs> just going in there, like – Ask the Native Americans over. about that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying, like – I'm not well, – like, that doesn't – I'm saying, like, when the United States became a superpower after the Revolutionary War, and we started imperializing Latin America and shit – economically we controlled them economically and that's still like has last i'm saying that that's bad it's still like imperialization in general is bad because it still has lasting effects on latin america like my girlfriend is her family's from peru and she was kind of telling me about the situation in there it's like dude their government has been fucked up for so long and like Mm -hmm. the people in power like so right now it's like the election is between some dude who's like all the way on the left the like socialist kind of guy and it's going to be kind of bad because he's going to like control all business and shit with the government and the economy is going to fail yeah. or it's this person who's like all the way on the right who's the daughter of a previous dictator of peru and this previous dictator had like the secret police and he would fucking just literally kill any civilian that spoke out against him or anything nice. and he would just like like 
they would just like raid fucking towns and shit. And people are saying, so if she gets elected, that's probably going to happen again. And if the other guy gets elected, their economy's completely fucked. We were talking about it earlier, funny enough, with like the whole Hitler thing. Yeah. And we were just talking about how when a country gets in a really bad state, people just go to extremes. That's true. And it's hard to get out of that without help from other nations. But I mean, like if they don't take that help, if this happens, if that happens, if they just stay corrupt. I mean, there's so well, many like at the same time, like, we're gonna what are we gonna do? We're gonna go in there and help them when we fuck them over. We're the yeah. ones who fuck them over. Exactly. This is like yo. World War Three, it's it's building, bro. It's Dude, slowly building. I pray, I don't believe in God, but pray to whatever that fucking that doesn't happen because all of our asses are gonna be on the front lines. For oh, well, right. we're gonna Dude, fucking absolutely, die. absolutely. That's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be us. I mean, we're like me and you were gonna die. And Nate's gonna get his leg blown off, come back and be a depressed heroin addict, just like <laughs> just like the World War II people. Do the podcast by itself. Hey it's guys, gonna like, just gonna rant about how bad it's before. <laughs> we haven't done one in a while, and it's just me now. Just me now. <laughs> Everyone else is fucking dead, dude. We're not controlled by the Taliban. I'm not even allowed to say anything mean on this podcast. I'm not even allowed to be doing this podcast. I'm not. I'm not going to distribute this. This is just for me. This is just for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Taliban. <laughs> yeah, bro. Take no. that clip out. No, yeah, I hope we don't get to that point, bro. God damn. I don't it's think it's it really convenient for it. us that the good guy wins. <laughs> it's convenient that shit for us. And but it's also all about perspective. It is. So yeah, everybody has a different view. Yeah, man. I hope it doesn't get to a World War Three point, but I just feel like it's. I mean, World War One and World War Two were pretty much back to back, and it was, you know, World War Two was kind of started by the wrong, like the. The failures of World War One, you know, all that shit, and we've been doing a pretty good job so far, keeping the peace. Yeah, I mean, but it's like, when is Russia gonna be like, hey man, we got the Taliban, we got China, China's popping off. Does Russia support the Taliban? What? Does Russia support the Taliban? I mean, they just ever since World War Two ended, Russia and America just support whoever like doesn't support the other. (laughs) I mean, the Taliban doesn't like it. Russia's gonna be like, hey yo, let me fund your shit. so we took a little break because the recording stopped. We talked for 30 minutes. We're recording with Chrome. We can record for 30 <laughs> minutes at a time. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> you gonna do? Uh, but you know who's not broke? The Taliban. Because they actually are supported by Russia. I was right. <laughs> I was right. You they were are. right. They are supported by Russia. Dude. They That's are. Fucking... Which That's is scary as shit, dude. Dude. <laughs> Wasn't Trump friends with Putin at one point? He tried to be, I think. He, he was like, why would we... Be enemies with everybody. We should just be friends. He's like, let's be friends. We have the same goals. And then I would like, like to be the Putin of America. In Russia. Did you know that? He what? He started building buildings in Russia after he became president. Like his company. Like Trump? Yeah, he started expanding there. It was well, goddamn. Yeah, he's a that's that's probably man. why he was like he was like, hey, let's be friends. Let me be an entrepreneur in let your country. Oh, Jesus, dude! Did you know Putin is like, he's like one of the richest men in the world. I think he's got a net worth of over really? forty billion. I would never have guessed that. No, I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> it's Obviously. like, dude, China has like, their country has the most billionaires out of any country in the world, simply because their communists and their people in parliament and like their presidents and shit right. take everything, everything dude. from those billions of people there. Yep. Yep. Exploiting. We've talked about this before. We've. Communism is a philosophy, but we've never seen true communism in a nation before. Which is, to me, a goddamn shame. Because communism in theory... Okay, communism is a great theory. And if it were to work according to the theory, it would be a good thing. But, like, you just can't... The whole idea of communism is that the government owns everything. It's not really... that. I mean, yeah, it kind of is. The government owns everything, but like, really, everybody owns everything. There's no private. Right. There's no private anything. But the problem is, just too power, much power corrupts. To have, yeah, you can't have all that power, and that's why, like, ultimately, like, democracy and capitalism is extremely flawed. And I think pretty much, probably the best is probably like a good balance between capitalism and socialism. Uh, probably like economically and like, I, I guess socially, but like. You're just never going to see it. 
because people are just going to always ask the question. What I mean, if I but can like that, what if I can have that? I can have that. So why would I not take this and this and this? I think the thing in America is like we have this so like American dream ideal so deeply ingrained into our society that like it's just not going to happen. Like take like Norway or Sweden, for example, like they've got a lot of socialist policy. Like they're not they're a free market still. But, like, there's a lot of reg- government regulation on the market. And they've got a lot of, like, w- like compared to us, a ton more, like, social programs. they got free healthcare, free school, all that shit. Yeah. We don't have that dope. here because just because of, like, the American dream, you know, make money, dude. You do it for yourself. Yeah. Everything needs to be privatized. Everyone wants to make money. Like, just absurd amounts of money. Like, more money than you need. You really don't need that much fucking money right billionaires should not exist in my opinion right no one needs a billion dollars what are you gonna what go are you to gonna fucking spend that on bro yeah Who for real like jeff space? bezos bro i'm just fucking richard branson now nah, what the fuck am i gonna do bro i have 700 billion dollars i don't know it's even worse can anybody. you not just go on google and pull up like an image of the earth and then you can dude when you're that rich when someone's that rich like ah i want to experience it for myself why exactly. the fuck not why the fuck not we, I mean, I know we should tax everybody fairly in like fair reason, but if yeah. I have four dollars and someone has four billion dollars, <laughs> we shouldn't each have to give up twenty five percent of what we have. And it's not even that, dude. Like the, like the whole. I think Biden, on his agenda, was like people over four hundred that make over like households that make over four hundred thousand dollars a year are going to be taxed heavier than the rest, which is like. I agree with that. Like, yeah, 400K is a lot of money. And, like, you can pay your fa- – just, like, pay your fair share, dude. But, uh, yeah, I It'd agree. be so much better for our country, bro. It'd be better if it was, like, a if it escalated. So it starts at 400K, and then you get to a million, and it's a Oh, yeah, more. yeah. I think, that's, I think that's the idea. I, that would be a lot better of an idea than saying, all right, 400K and above, now it's the same. Yeah, I don't think that's – I don't problem. think that's what it was. I think it was kind of like that. I don't even know if that's happening. I Because, like, dude, I get so drained – with politics, especially when I'm talking with someone I disagree with, like our coworker. Um, I was talking with this dude about he's a Trump supporter and I was just talking with him about stuff. And it's just like, dude, you can't argue with a Trump supporter because they're brain. They're so brainwashed. Yeah. And they're just like Trump's their fucking Jesus. It's like it's like it's like a religion, bro. Like mm-hmm. if someone's like a super Christian stuff, like obviously not like you're an example of like someone who is super Christian that kind of turn the other way but like no thank you it's just the indoctrination of that kind of thing that like you're not going to be able to sway their opinion and they're not going to listen like at the point that they stop listening to logic Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do so like it's just so draining talking to someone like that and like they leave the argument thinking like oh they owned you and that they're right when they're like dude like you're talking about like yeah the vaccine you're in 10 years you're gonna fucking die like i don't understand why we don't trust science like trump is like he just like influenced so many people so negatively. He's like that. So many people just don't believe in science anymore. He just made himself a hero, and he was he basically said like, "Yo, I mean, he, I guess he did a good job of saying, I, I don't know. It has been a bit of a like it's been a while. I don't remember like the exact stuff he would say, but I know he did a good job of like making himself the hero. Oh yeah, and finding a way to always prove himself right. Just by being a popular speaker dude being, not even proving himself right just fucking pounding just like saying he didn't prove himself right he just right. said he was right over and over again and his supporters were like yeah, yeah he's right they just liked his like his charisma his his we've never seen a guy like that in politics before yeah i don't it's think we different. need to ever again quite honestly yeah i mean i if I think it'd be dope if someone like that existed who had good policies. I feel like that'd be yeah. perfect for Or just world. like any moral code at all. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I'm pretty sure he became president to get more power for his businesses. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's talked. Like, I saw clips of him in like the 90s and shit. He's always talked about running for president. I feel like it's kind of a thing where he wants to stay in the limelight. I mean, now he's like one of the, he's like probably the most famous person in the world now. That's a big statement. Who's Every, the most famous person in the world? Everyone knows who Donald Trump is, dude. He's the president of America, and he was like the most fucking insane president of America. You might be right. I don't know. What's Kim your Kardashian? No, no way. Kanye West? No way, dude. That's like America, dude. Like Messi and like Cristiano Ronaldo. That's true. Way more famous LeBron. than any American celebrity. LeBron, dude. LeBron's pretty popular. Conor McGregor. 
I mean, he transcended that sport, but it's still like a relatively small sport. Yeah, so it's like know. a niche. That's a very yeah. niche sport. Right. I guess you're right. Yeah. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> sad to say Donald Trump, most famous man in the world. Um, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. The world is a funky place. So. Yeah, dude, honestly, like. At least we're not like when people, when Trump got elected, everybody was like, all right, it's over. World War Three is happening. GG's, buddy. GG's. But we're still recording this beautiful podcast. Yeah. We still have rights and shit. I think for us. For people like us in our situation, we're pretty privileged, I would say. Oh, definitely. Both of our families do pretty well and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, whoever gets elected isn't going to affect us that much. I think it's about having empathy for people who are in shitty situations that they can't control. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard to escape poverty, bro. It's so yeah. hard. And like, we have this I we have this idea that's just like, if you work hard enough, you can do it. Which, to some degree, is true. But like... It's so much harder from like a place of like living on paycheck to paycheck, food stamps and yeah, shit like you that. Have no resources, you just can't. It's so hard to build on anything. You can't pay for education. You to kids gotta, so yeah, kids gotta take up a job to instead of like focusing on school and stuff. So like for their education, they gotta get a job to support their family and stuff. The amount of immigrants that have moved here, like I was just hearing a story today, like a couple, like just a few random immigrants moved here. Mother and father of two kids. They both started working, you know, as hard as they could just so their kids could get to college because they mm-hmm. knew there was no hope for them at that point. But if they can just both work a number of jobs or like two jobs a piece, just that's, work their ass off and yeah. just find a way for their kids to be successful. Yeah. That's really like the quote unquote American dream. If you think that's about true. It. And I wish it was easier. But the thing about like, I, I think we have, I think democracy works best for the people in the like in just the current world that we have you know communism isn't going to get it done i think democracy really has like the best chance for the people that have rights Mm. but when our when our government is so gridlocked it's like nothing can even get done yeah the separate between the left and the like the left and the right are just so like at odds and like they just don't want to work with each other yeah that's like the big problem is like okay obviously our government can't be completely democrats or completely republican you know what i mean right and like you just got to find compromise no one wants to compromise mm-hmm. and that like we used to fucking compromise and we used to get shit done oh yeah definitely we just don't get anything we had, like done. respect like we used to have people in the government that were like respected by everybody you know? yeah but nobody's like that anymore Dude, have you seen like clips of like, I know we were really young when it was John McCain versus Barack Obama, but like, have you seen clips about how respectful they were oh, to yeah. each other? Yeah. Like was, I saw this clip of like yeah. this, John McCain was like doing a town hall or some shit. And this old lady was like, Barack Obama was born in blah, blah, blah. Not in this country. I don't know where people say he was born in some fucking African country, I think. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. But like, he was like, no, no, that's not true. This Barack Obama is a good man. He's a good family man. And I respect him a lot. And we just have some differing views. And like we we both think we can do what's best for this country. And we just have different perspectives on exactly. what's best for this country. I think we'll get back to that eventually. But I don't after, know. But after I don't Trump know. got elected, now the idea of celebrities running for president is a lot more popular than yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Dude, People I think heard he could be president. What's up with that? Has he said anything? Bro, I it like it okay, so people actually really think he could be a good president because everybody likes him. Like nobody doesn't like the rock, you know. He's a really likable dude. He presents himself very well. But <laughs> he's not a politician. He's not a fucking politician. <laughs> it's like like you're gonna get to the point where you yeah, you could be a nice likable guy but when vladimir putin shows up at your door it's a completely different ball game like yeah. he's not going to respect dwayne johnson at all he's going to watch fucking jumanji 2 and be like <laughs> oh that's the president nice dude like like it's it's fucking easy yeah we need we need the thing is there's no politicians that i can think of that are actually fit for president you know like remember what andrew jackson was like i like Andrew uh, Jackson did some fucked up shit, and yeah, like okay, we yeah, weren't, we obviously weren't alive for that. But he, he resonated with the people because he was the first one that wasn't a politician. He was like a blue collar worker type. Yeah, dude. but he actually, like, I feel like we need someone like that who isn't gonna lead the Native Americans on a trail of tears or something like that. Yeah, it's just like 
who's it gonna fucking be? Who would yeah. actually be a good president? Dude, I really think that Bernie Sanders would have been a good president. Maybe, yeah. Look at his track history, bro. Bernie Sanders has been preaching the same shit ever since he became involved in politics. He doesn't take donations from corporations or like any he it, it's completely his campaign has been completely funded by donations from his supporters. Mm-hmm. That's probably a big reason why he hasn't got elected and he never will because now he's too old. This yeah. was his one shot. Mm-hmm. But like and I agree with a lot of a lot of the stuff Bernie says about like I forgot all his policies. I remember we if I had remembered his policies, we'd be debating right now because I remember viewing his policies and being like, uh Well, okay, I'll, I'll give you a basic rundown. He was quote unquote socialist, not right. really socialist, but he preached about free college, free health care, legal weed, uh, relieving student loans, uh, prison reforms, shit like that. Right. Okay. So that's my main thing. First of all, legalizing weed should have been done a long time ago. That's mm-hmm. going to boost the economy. It's going to be good for the people. It's going to be good for morale. I also think that's alcohol. a. I think that's like a thing that people across parties agree on. Yeah. Is why the fuck is it not legal? I right. don't understand. It's because I mean it's becoming legalized everywhere. Yeah, but like federally, why right. isn't it legal? I don't understand. I don't know. I I just think it's not a big enough issue for people in politics. They have their own vested interests. I mean, you'll get a bill about childcare, and then it'll go to the Democrats. Like our Republicans will make a childcare bill or whatever, give it to the Democrats, and then they'll throw some shit like, like okay, we like everything on this bill, but we think we need to add factory, like regulations onto it which has nothing to do with child care <laughs> but they're like we we think this bill needs that and i'll be like what the fuck is this why yeah. do you want to put that there it's like because we want it and that's where the problem happens is because they just have their own vested interest this is going to make me money the coal business is going to make me money this business yeah. is going to make me money so i'm going to find a way to support that like and bernie was also huge huge on climate huge Huge, 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 <laughs> huge on climate. And huge that's a on big climate. Fucking topic, dude. That's gonna. That's. I like, think it's a big problem. It is a big problem, and no one really talks about it. <laughs> I feel like people talk about it, just not enough, dude. Like, if the only people who talk about it, like I, when I was in eleventh grade, my environment science teacher obviously was really into helping the earth, but she was just super like. Like, I can't think of a better word to describe this. She was super anal about it. Like, she was so, like... She was, like, a bitch about it. Oh, my God, dude. Like, if I had a coffee She was one cup, of those. Greta plastic, Thunbergs. Oh, my, dude. So, she obviously had the recycling bins in her room or whatever. Mm-hmm. If I had a coffee cup with some coffee in it and I went to throw it in the recycle bin, she'd be like, you have to empty out the coffee from the thing first or else it's going to contaminate the, the recycle yeah. factory. I mean, that's kind of like, true, you, though. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only you do that, bro. Like... That's yeah, like, but dude, that's, that's not even take. like that's not even like what's the big problem? The big it's like the big picture with like re- like the non-renewable energy and the fossil fuels are really what's fucking us over. Yeah. And Trump really was not good for the environment cuz he was in support of like oil right. and all that shit because you know, he's a Republican and he was funded by big corporations like that that are fucking the environment. So Yeah. So basically we're fucked. Yeah. It's a matter of time. I mean, dude, yeah, I've just realized, like, I feel like when Trump got elected, I started getting more aware of politics. And I feel like that was, like, I was at that age, right, you we're know, just starting to get freshman or whatever. Yeah. You're getting at that age where you start becoming politically aware. And, like, now I'm just, like, so tired out. I'm just, like. I don't pay attention to it. It's not even fucking worth it. I just I don't, live my life. Yeah, I feel like I don't pay as, as much attention as I should. But, like, dude, what are you it's so tiring. It? Yeah, there's nothing like, dude, like, you can vote. <laughs> you can vote for the candidate that you think's best. But, like, ultimately, you can't do shit. You can't do shit. So. Unless you, like, dedicate your life to it. Yeah. And I, but at that point, how much are you really going to do? Dude, like, I feel like the most someone like us could do is become, like, a like a Ben Shapiro or like a Hassan Abi type yeah, who like that, influence yeah. people's opinions. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah, that's pretty much what we can do. But like, that's not even doing much. You're influencing people's opinions, but like at the end of the day, the people you're influencing, they don't have any power. It doesn't mm-hmm. fucking right. matter. You're just basically trying to convince enough people to vote the way you want. Yeah. But that's just never going to work. You're never going to get enough people. So we, the world's basically like either going to be gridlocked to the point where environment fucks us over or we're not going to get gridlocked and then we're going to have world war three <laughs> and this is going to happen in our lifetime this is my prediction i don't I think do. the environment's going to fuck us in our lifetime Dude, people are saying like 30 40 years we're going to have 
Like, bro, Florida might be underwater soon. I don't plan to stay here. We live in Florida. <laughs> I don't plan to stay you here. Go back bro. to Ohio? No. I think I'm gonna go to Texas. Really? Hell yeah, dude. Some Joe Rogan shit. You gonna live yeah. in Austin? Oh, for sure. Dude. Austin's like the one city in Texas that is blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would live. I I mean I just think I like as a Florida boy. I'm trying to think where the next best place is that I can yeah. call home. I just feel like it's Texas because I'm used to the racism. <laughs> and I'm used to the weird ass animals that come out of nowhere. Yeah. And I just. I like I know a lot of people who agree on like loose government are also they tend to be more like conservative. Yeah, conservative. That's kind of like the whole idea of I'm like, honestly I don't have I don't I don't identify with any political yeah. party whatsoever. Yeah. Like my whole thing is I just want to be able to do what I want because I can't really change anything anyway so I'm just yeah. going to live my life where's the best place I can do that. And honestly it sounds funny but I'm going to go to Texas. Like, yeah. I mean that's Texas is becoming a big thing, but I would have said California, but that's just such a toxic place. Yeah, life. dude, it's not good. I want to go to like Oregon. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause like Oregon, I'm definitely a Democrat, definitely on the left. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Oregon is like a place like that, and it's got legal weed and oh, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. So it's got cool cities: Seattle, Portland. Yeah. Colorado would be dope too. Colorado would be dope. I'd be down to move to Colorado too. I would love to move to Colorado. The only thing for me is like, eh, Oregon has mountains too, but like mountains are like eh, kind of scary. Oregon has mountains too though. Yeah. Nate, Tennessee. Tennessee, hundred percent. What's cool about Tennessee? I just love Tennessee. We You're went the only there. Tennessee, Nate. We went there what twice? Yeah. Two times, and it was just great. It's just a beautiful place. It is. The it is beautiful. Great. Just like all the mountains. I love the mountains. I also don't like, I don't want neighbors. I don't really, I'm not a people person. Yeah. You just like to have your own space. Yeah. And there's a lot of like nice, you know, would you want to live in like a, I could totally see myself living in like a cabin in the mountains. That would be so chill. Just like an isolated place. Have my own views and shit. I'm a, I, I need social I'm a sucker for a view, bro. Like yeah. my future house one day, it, I, it just needs a view. If I yeah. had a, like if my bedroom, living room, and kitchen were all in the same room, but I had a, a view of like beautiful mountainside, and I had to mm-hmm. pay a thousand a month for it. I totally would. Yeah, I mean that's like really. I I I get. I don't know this for a fact, but I would assume that like having good views and like being in nature and shit is really good for your mental health. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was about to say yeah, it's just healthy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I don't want to be isolated. I like. Social interaction. Mm-hmm. I like making new friends, meeting new people, right. talking to people. Right. So, but Oregon's yeah. a good place for that because you have your big cities, but then you can also, if you wanted to live in like an isolated area. Yeah, there's isolated areas like that. And you got your burbs. Your burbs. You got the burbs. I'm a super burby kid. You never suburby kid. Never lived anywhere but the suburbs. Yeah. You're out here in the suburbs, but it's like more rural. I used to, especially live, for down here. I used to live in like the definition of the suburbs. Um, oh, same. Yeah, definitely. I still do. Like, yeah, you've been to uh, the suburb, fucking right? Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like suburbs too, though. Like, dude, yeah. like that That's was like, like the, the only problem I've ever had, though. That was the <laughs> pinnacle of like me and Nate's friendship with our two best friends that lived in our neighborhood. It was driveway basketball. It was always me and our friend Mason versus Nate and our friend Aiden, mm-hmm. and side yard football. Oh, we had a nice yeah. little side Don't yard. Play in the street because if you get to, like the street was the touchdown, was, bro. Yeah. It was the street oh, yeah. was a touchdown, and then the fence was a touchdown, and we played two v two tackle football, dude. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. For me, the driveways were the touchdowns, and then really? the street was out of bounds. Yeah, we played the other way. Well, it must be a Florida thing. Yeah. Well, like our side yard was really thin and long. It wasn't wide enough to do driveway to driveway oh, okay. yeah good, good times, times bro yeah good times as kids man i fuck, missed i missed those happened? days bro i low-key like we're growing up and shit we're getting ready to like become independent adults and shit that's a few years down the line but that's like we're getting there yeah, i'm ready for that shit it's exciting but also i feel a bit overwhelmed by it yeah i i, I miss the days when you? like i yeah, yeah but like i miss the days when like we really had no worries you know we right. were like middle schoolers freshmen and shit yeah our biggest worry was our science test. That doesn't fucking matter in the long run. Right. Just chilling with the bros, playing Fortnite and shit. Oh, bro. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you being a year ahead. All right, so once I graduated high school, I was kind of confused. I was like, well, what the fuck do I do now? Because yeah. up until that point, I was just being told to do my homework. I do my homework. My parents tell me what to do. and then, But then like out of nowhere, 
Now I have all this responsibility. I was like, what the fuck do I do with it? You just got to do what you love, bro. Especially because we live in such a, like, we have life so good. Yeah. You just got to enjoy what you do and just not think about all that. Like, I feel like just let that happen on its own. And then as you do what you love, it's going to figure itself out. Unless you become broke, yeah. then you have to put some thought into it. But. I feel like the key to happiness, I feel like people always talk about like what they think the purpose of life is. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, I'm like a big time atheist. Don't believe in shit. Mm-hmm. I think the whole, like, I think we're just here by chance in the lot. Like really your life doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So like, I think like you should just do what makes you happy exactly. for a living and you'll be happy. And like, it obviously it's good. not going to be perfect all the time. And that's part of life. You need, mm-hmm. you need lows to have highs. Right. And like, that's just like, I feel like that's the key to happiness is just doing what you love. And like at the end of the day, that's what really matters. Cause like when you're dead, nothing matters anymore. So like, just like, but I say all this shit, but I don't really live it. You know what I mean? Right. No. So what you're saying is if I have, if, if it would make me happy to shoot up a school, I should shoot up a school. No, no. I think as long, <laughs> I, I, I didn't say this, but this is what I usually say when I talk to people about this is like, as long as you're not harming yourself or others do what makes you happy. And I, I'm talking yeah. like more as like what you're doing for a living. Because mm-hmm. if you hate your job, you're probably going to hate your life. Exactly. Unless you're just like, even if you're making bank, like, dude, having yeah. a bunch of money is great. But if you hate like what you do for a living and you're working 48, 50 hours a week. Oh, definitely. I've been looking up just jobs that pay high because I've told you guys I've been watching these house tours on YouTube of these stupid billion dollar houses or yeah. whatever. And I'm just thinking of like, how the fuck do you even make that much money? Yeah. Like, what would I have to do in my position? I looked at like investment banking mm-hmm. and you'll come out of college making over a hundred thousand a year and you can invest all your money into stocks because you're in investment banking. So you have all that knowledge and you yeah. could do well, but you work 16 hour days, yeah. no break time. And even on your off time, there's going to be times where you need to respond to like emails or do this shit. And all the work is, they say all the work is really easy, but there's just so fucking much of it. You're just yeah. always responding to emails, going into meetings, doing this, doing that. You don't have a life. So, yeah, you're making a lot of money, but you literally have no freedom. And that does not sound appealing at all, dude. I was talking to my aunt, who is very successful. Um, and she was telling me about, like, the keys to, like, becoming wealthy. And I think I talked to you about this before, but she was saying, like, what you need to do is you need to have your nine to five making decent money. Uh, and like you need to get, obviously you're not going to start out your nine to five and be at this point, but you need to get to a point where you're nine to five. <laughs> that money is coming, is going completely towards your investments. You need to learn the right. stock market. Yeah. That's and cool. then she was saying you need like one or two side hustles. You need to start your own business. A podcast was an example she gave me. Oh, hell yeah. Um, not necessarily doing this for money, but like this would also be like a dream job scenario. But this is one of those things that just makes us happy. Yeah, no, it's just I mean, fun. It's just fun as fuck. Yeah. Like no one's going to watch this. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't matter. We're having a good time. We're, We're having, having good, good conversations, bro. Hell yeah, dude. And that's really like what life is about. Yeah. Just do what makes you happy, especially in the situation we're in where we have a lot of freedom. It's pretty dope. It is dope. I, I is feel dope. like I often take my privilege for granted. Oh, yeah, dude. It's Sometimes like to. right now, like we're talking about all this. I'm like... You know, thinking, I'm like, damn, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. To be born into the situation I was born in. Yeah. Yep. We're just some lucky white ass dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching Big Dog Podcast episode two. Listening, whatever the <laughs> fuck. It's been real. Fun times. Fun times. See you again in a week. See you again in a week <laughs> or however long.